Good morning. Welcome to all those joining us for Likut Halachas, Yoradeya Chelikshani, Hilchais Chodosh, Halacha Dalit, Paragraph Gimel. We dedicate the learning today, Lilo Nishmas, Rabbeliezer ben Nasniakov, and Yente Fratel Bas Rabbi Shwarye, and Zahavaleya Bas Rabavron, and Tsipkarivka Bas Hillel. And for a complete Rafur Shalema for all those that need it, including Chavivachana Basgalia, Rochel Basgalia, Soralea Bas Chavaliba, David Shimshon Ben Soralea, Esther Bas Gamar Olavana, Yente Soro Bas Chanarus, Yechiel Michel Ben Chanarus Bas, Menachem Ben Rishabasha, Yechiel Michel Ben Chanarus, Daniel Borach ben Sora, Moshe Lei ben Chana Breindel, Menachem ben Rishabasha, Gitleya bas Frumet, Aviva Chaya bas Estamendel, Fruma bas Ganesa, Yehudis Nechama bas Miriam, Borach Mordechai ben Tali, Nosen, Yehuda ben Tali, Tali bas Yael, Avigail Borach bas Shiret Voira, David Lei ben Shena, Shlemanisim ben Mazel, Avram David ben Chana, Nisim ben Rivka, Idis bas Miriam Brindel, Michal Sora bas Hadasa, Gitaganendel bas Sipoira, Lebalea bas Sipoira, Tuvi Yitzvi ben Chaya Liza, Avivilana bas Yispendel, Sarocha bas Yispendel, Yehudis Ruchama bas Chavarus, David ben Behia, Shendel bas Leia, Shlomo ben Rivka Sprinza, Shimon Eliezer ben Rochel, Yaakov Yeshua ben Freindel Rechel, Eliyahu ben Miriam Rus, Ami ben Chai ben Yehuda Skila, Yosef ben Risa Chaya, Eliyahu Yoshua ben Rochel, Akiva Kalman ben Soraleya, Besur Sharchel Yisrael. Rab Nusenzal is speaking about the topic of bringing the Oimer Soirim, this carbon of barley that's brought on the second day of Pesach, and we mentioned that this is unique, that just about any time that flour was used in the Mishkan of the Beis HaMikdash, it was flour came, that came from wheat. And here we're using barley. Based on what we've been learning, we'll understand why it also says in the Tikkun Zoyar and in the Zoyar Kodesh, that the Oimer Soirim that was brought on the second day of Pesach for all of Klal Yisrael is similar to the Korban Mincha that's brought when a husband expresses doubt in his wife. His wife was seen going into a private place with another man after she had been warned not to associate with that man. And she has to bring a Minchas Kenois, it's called, which was also from barley. That korban would check her and would clarify whether she had actually committed a sin of having relations with that other man or not. As it says there in the Zohar Kodesh, that this korban is what checks the, the woman. 
Ayin Shom. Take a look over there in the Zohar Kodeshim Parshas Emor. Tzadik Vavar Amar Aleph. Hainu Kanal. This fits beautifully with what we learned before. Ki Minchas Zohirim Hi Bechinas Habirur Vahatziruf Shel Bechinas Loshen Targum. We had learned earlier that the Oimer Zohirim that's brought is what what, what refines and 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 perfects the Loshen Targum. Sheshom Iker Habedika Vahanisoyin Vahatziruf Shel Tikan Abris. And that's where the main test and the main checking out and clarifying the status of Tikkun Abris, Shehu Bechines Loshen HaKodesh, which is synonymous with Loshen Kodesh, because it's the Bris HaMo'er and the Bris HaLoshen are very much connected to each other. The Bris HaMo'er is the Bris, the Midi is Soid, and the Bris HaLoshen is the tongue from which speech comes from. Kihu Bechines Noiga, because this is all in the category of noiga, shelifamim nichlal bigdusha, velifamim lahepach. Noiga sometimes can be included in the kedusha, and sometimes it goes in the opposite direction. Vahakoil kefi maisehodam. All of it depends on our actions. Sheim einoizoichachasvishalom. If a person doesn't do the right thing, if a person is doing the wrong thing, azai nichlal noiga batuma. Then the noiga ends up chasvishon veering towards the tuma. Shezel bechinas shenichla loshen targum belishayna eswamim chasvishon, which means that the loshen targum ends up being pulled into the other likely seventy languages of the goyim. Avul kishezoyche, whereas when the person is zoyche to tikkun abris and when the person is zoyche to do the right thing to do mitzvahs and meisim toivim, oz nichla noiga bigdusha. Then this noiga, which is a mixture of good and bad, which is an intermediary force, gets pulled into the holiness. The targum gets included in the loshna koydish. And as we learned earlier, that's what really perfects loshna koydish when the Targum has also been able to be included in it. And this is also the Korban, the barley Mincha, that was brought by the woman, the Soita, which is what's going to check and let us know whether she retained her purity or not. To let us know, is she in the category of Eishes Chayel? Bechinas Isha Yiras Hashem, Bebechinas Tikkun Abris, Bebechinas Shleimus Loshen Hakodesh. Oi Lehepachasvishon, or did she Chasvishon actually go ahead and commit the sin where she went in the opposite direction? Vechein Klal Yisrael, Tzrichim Lahovi Minchas Oirim Biyom Sheni Shol Pesach, and so too the entire Jewish people have to bring this korban, a similar korban, this mincha from barley, on the second day of Pesach, and that's what helps us refine and perfect the, the targum. And we complete Loshna Kodesh through this. As we learned before, the real perfection of Loshna Kodesh 
is when the Targum has been able to be integrated with it. And from that point on, it becomes permissible for us to eat bread that's made from the new crop of grain, Shehu Iker Hoachila. And again, bread is the most important of, of the types of eating. Because by bringing this Oymer Soyrim and thereby completing Loshna Koydish through the Tikkun of Loshen Targum, Oz Meivin Heoro Vehisnoitzitzus Lechol Hoisius Sheesh Bechol Dovor Sheboy Nivrakanam. Then, as Rabbeinu Zal said in chapter 19 in Likut Yimran, which this halach is based on, when a person is zoichet to integrate the Targum into Lashon HaKodesh, that brings a Shlemus to Lashon HaKodesh, and that elevates the person to the level where when they're eating, they're, they're, there's a light, a major light, that shines from the letters that are found in all the different foods that the person is eating, and vioz kol And then that person's eating and drinking is drawing only from that from the light of those holy letters that are found in everything. Shezehu iker This is really what defines the holiness of of the Jewish people eating. And so long as we're not zoichet to this, so long as we do not make this tikkun for targum, and as a result the letters in the food are not shining for us, we're not connecting to that, that food doesn't qualify to be used for us, for us to eat. And that's why the Torah tells us that the new crop of, of grain is forbidden to us until we bring the Oymer Soirim. Because again, bringing this Oymer Soirim is what's going to accomplish this Tikkun of Targum and Loshen Kodesh. Because by bringing this Korban, that's what completes and perfects our eating. That our eating should be from the letters, from the shine of the letters that are found in the food. Any questions? Question in the chat. How did the Korban Mincha that the Saita brought help in checking her? Wasn't it the waters that she drank? The answer is the Korban Mincha is what made those waters work. The Zohar Kodesh says clearly that that mincha soita, that's the bediku de'eshes chayel. That's what really helps this process to, to work properly. The fact that it's barley, the fact that it's Michael behema, which shows that she fell, she behaved in an improper way, just the socializing with that other man while she's a married woman, and then going into seclusion, that alone was crossing a red line. So that, that's the, the when, when she's bringing this Oymer Soyrim, that's what makes her realize that. And then when she's given the waters to drink, that completes the process. Anyone else? Paragraph Dalid. Vizeh Bechinas Isur Chomets Bepesach. 
And based on what we're learning here, we'll be able to understand also why it's forbidden to eat chametz on Pesach. Ki machma shebe Pesach, b'sha'as yitzies mitzrayim, ho'yorak bebechinas isarusa de'leila, because of the fact that when we were leaving Egypt, we weren't ready, we hadn't done everything that's dependent on us to qualify, to be able to leave Egypt. And therefore, Hashem's taking us out was in the form of Isarusa Delayla. It was sort of a freebie, it was a gift from Hashem. As we learned earlier, that could be compared to Loshen Kodesh that comes down from heaven before we go ahead and do our part of making the Tikkun of Loshen Targum. And therefore, at that point in time, Chomets is extremely forbidden to us. Not only aren't we allowed to eat it, we're not allowed to have it in our possession, we're not allowed to see it. We must eat matzah during Pesach. Because it's brought in the Zohar HaKadosh, that Chomets spiritually corresponds to the Eitz Hadas, which was good and bad. We know Hashem said, on the day that you eat from Eitz Hadas, you're going to die. And the Zohar HaKadosh says, in the Chomesh, it uses the word Machmetzes. Machmetzes, you have the letters Chomets in the middle, and you have a Mem and Tuf on the outside. The Zohar HaKadosh says, Tamon Chomets, Tamon Meis. There you have Chomets, there you have death. So we see that Chomets is associated with the Eitz Hadas, which is what brought death into the world. We are not allowed to, and it's impossible for us to be able to eat chametz properly unless we first make the tikkun for the Eitz Hadas. And one example of that we learned earlier is by perfecting the Loshen Kodesh through Loshen Targum. By completing Loshen Kodesh through the Tikkun of Targum. However, during the holiday, especially that first night of Pesach and throughout the holiday of Pesach, where the light that was coming to us was coming from Hashem only, meaning we didn't do anything to deserve it, really. We didn't do anything to make the proper preparation for it. Just like Loshen Kodesh, which comes from above. We had not yet made the Tikkun, the Birur, for the Eitz Hadas, which is associated with Targum. Alkain oz tzrichen levroyach ulehisrachek meachometz betach lasarichok. Therefore, during the holiday of Pesach, we have to run away and distance ourselves from chometz as far, stay as far away as possible. Ki oz alidei achometz chas v'shalom yisoyru kol horash or kol ashivim umim. Because if we chas v'shalom eat chometz on Pesach that will awaken all the evil of all 70 nations 
And they will be able to draw energy, to draw power from the realm of holiness via the Chametz. The Chametz is the Eitz Adas It's the Targum. It's the bridge between good and bad. Shehu Bechinas Eitz Adas. The Chametz is the Eitz Adas. Shederech Shom Oilen Linak Mehakidusha. And we know that it's via the Eitz Hadas that the Klipois, the Sitrachra, is able to enter into holiness, into the realm of holiness, and be able to take, take from there. So long as we haven't done the Tikkun for the Eitz Hadas, Bechinas Targum Kanal. Therefore, during Pesach, we have to be extremely careful to avoid chametz. And to only eat, if we're eating a, a type of bread, it's only matzah. And to eliminate the chametz completely. Because matzah is associated with Loshan Kodesh, and, and Chometz is associated with Targum, the Eitz Hadas. Ki because the difference between Chometz and Matzah, both of them have the letter Mem, both of them have the letter Tzadik. The difference is that Matzah has a He, and Chometz has a Ches. Ki Matzah, the hay of matzah represents the five parts from which speech comes out. Like we mentioned in the shir yesterday, the, the tongue, the teeth, the lips, the upper palate, and the throat. Shehu hadibur shaloshna koidish. Matzah represents the dibur of loshna koidish. Shehu ikar hadibur, which is the main speech. The chametz beches, whereas chametz has the letter ches. Bechinas Behema, which is associated with Behema, as Rabbi Nezal writes about this in chapter 57 in Likudim Ram, and also I believe in chapter 5, where the, the Zohar Kodesh says that Esav is called Chayas Kone, the animal of the swamps. Chayas, Ches Yutov, is Ches, the letter Ches. So the letter Ches represents the animal. Bechinas Heter Adibur. Lack of proper speech. Because the 70 languages of the other nations are referred to as Loshin Ilgim, damaged speech. It's not considered to be human speech at all. And therefore, during the holiday of Pesach, when we don't yet have the ability to accomplish the tikkun for chametz, to refine the chametz, shehu bechinas eitzadas, which is the eitzadas, alkein oz hechametz nichlal beleshonu islamim. Therefore, the chametz is leaning towards the seventy languages of the other nations. Shehi bechinas behema heder adibur. They are compared to behema, lack of proper speech. And that's why the Chomets is extremely forbidden. But rather, what we're eating is specifically matzah. Matzah 
represents a very, very high level of seichel. The Arizal says that the word matzah is bigimatria of sog, ayin beis and samach gimel, which are the two highest forms of yud kevavke, which correspond to the letters yud and hey of yud kevavke, which represent chachman bina, moichens, a very high level of moichen. Dehainu bechinas loshna kodesh, which means that matzah is associated with loshen kodesh, which has a, an incredible bright light that comes to it from above. From above, again, not through our actions. However, immediately after that first day of Pesach, on the second day of Pesach, we bring the Oymer Soirim, and that's when we're starting the process of the tikkun for Targum. To start perfecting and completing the Loshon Kodesh down here on earth. How? That's when we start counting from the day of the Oymer. And that, that entire mitzvah is all about getting out of the Tumah, the 49 levels of Tumah, and entering into the 49 levels of purity. And through this process, we are refining and improving and completing the holiness step by step every single day. To the point where on the seventh day of Pesach, we succeed in defeating and destroying the Tumah of Mitzrayim completely. Because it's on the seventh day of Pesach, when the Red Sea split for Klal Yisrael, and all the Egyptians were drowned, that's, that was the final downfall for Egypt. And therefore, after Shvi Shel Pesach, that's when the Chomets becomes permissible in Eretz Yisrael. In Chutzlaretz, we have the Achroin Shel, the extra day, because Chutzlaretz. But it's after Kriyas Yamsuf, after the Tumah was defeated completely, now we're allowed to eat Chomets. Because we know, again, Rabbi Enzal in chapter 19 in the Kudimran, that this halach is based on is focusing on the topic of Tikkun Abris. So where's the Tikkun Abris here? We said that Mitzrayim was called Ervas Oretz. Mitzrayim comes from Chom, which is Znus, Zima, Tumot, Pigam Abris. And Kriyas Yamsuf, at the time of Kriyas Yamsuf, was revealed the power of Tikkun Abris, Bechinas Yosef, of which Yosef HaTzadik is the ultimate representative. Bechinas Hayom Ro'o Vayonois, as the Medrash says, that the Red Sea saw the coffin of Yosef HaTzadik, about whom it says Vayonois, he ran, he ran away from Potiphar's wife, and that's when the Red Sea split in honor of Yosef HaTzadik, who is the symbol of Tikkun Abris. 
שהיא בחינס שלימוס לשנה קודש על ידי לשנת ארגון. And Rabbein Asal shows there in chapter 19 in the Kudimran that the concept of completing Loshna Kodesh through Loshna Targum, that's also Tikkun Abris, because again, the tongue, the speech, and the bris, the bris of Yisoyed are very much connected to each other. The Zohar Kodesh shows how we have the ten spheroids throughout the entire body. The, the, the head is the Chachma Bin Adas, the right hand is Chesed, the left hand is Gvura, the trunk of the body is Tiferes, the right leg is Netzach, the left leg is Hoid, the bris Kodesh is Yesoid, and the bottom of the feet is Malchus. But the Zohar Kodesh says we also have the ten spheroids in the head itself, in which case the eyes, the right eye, the left eye, are Chesed and Gvura, the nose is Tiferes, the upper lip is Netzach, the lower lip is Hoid, and the tongue is Yesoid. So the tongue, that's called the Bris Haloshoin. So the Bris Haloshoin, the, in, in the head, the tongue is the Tikana Bris, the Dibur is the Tikana Bris. In the rest of the body, it's the Mida of Yesoid. Shezocho Yosef And we know that Yosef HaTzadik was Zoyche, to this incredible high level that the Red Sea should split in his honor because he withstood the test with Potiphar's wife. The Chamu Shambaternal, as Rabbi Nezal speaks about this day in chapter 19. And that's why the Mechilta says that when the Jews were crossing the Red Sea, a shifcha, a maidservant, the lowest, lowest, simplest level person, was able to see Hashem more clearly than Yecheskel Anavi. As, as it says in the Mechilta, because that's when there was this major tikkun for the Eitz Hadas, Mate Moshe, which is represented also by the stick of Moshe Rabbeinu. We've spoken about this in the past. The Zohar HaKadosh says that a, a stick is something that a person can wield in whatever direction they want. Moshe Rabbeinu said, The heavenly stick is in my hand. The stick in that context represents Bechira, free choice. I can swing right, I can swing left, I can go whatever direction I want. And Moshe Rabbeinu said that I have conquered the stick. The Mati Elikim is biyadi, is in my control completely. I have performed the Tikkun for the Lashen Targum, the Tikkun for the Eitz Hadas. Ki oz hoye b'chinas biur Eitz Hadas, shu b'chinas Mati Moshe, she b'tchilo hoye mishapich mi Mati l'nochosh, o mi nochosh l'mati. In the beginning, when Moshe Rabbeinu first met with Paroi, he saw this heavenly stick was able to turn into a snake, and then the snake was able to be turned back into the stick. V'yachshav, but now at the time of Kriyas Yamsuf, when Moshe Rabbeinu used his stick to split the Red Sea, nichlal kuloi betoiv gomor. The stick, the targum, the noiga, was completely integrated into the good, into the side of good. V'gilo hisgalas alakusiyas baruch boilam, and Moshe Rabbeinu revealed and broadcasted the greatness of Hashem to the entire world, 
by splitting the sea, and drowning the Egyptians, who represent total evil, they are like a composite of all the evil of all 70 nations, to a degree, drowning them in the, in the powerful waters. Whereas the Jewish people walked through the Red Sea in dry land. We mentioned earlier that a shifcha was able to see Hashem so clearly. The Zohar Kodesh speaks about the, the shifcha as being this concept of noiga in a sense. It can be part of the Kiddush or the opposite. We know that Hogar was called a shifcha in the home of Avram Avinu. She came from royalty in the Sitra She was a princess, the daughter of a king. She came to Avram Avinu. There she was a shifcha. So the Zohar Kodesh speaks about the good shifcha and the shifcha bisha, the evil maidservant, which is another nickname for the Yetzahara, the Sitra So Oz nichna bechinas shifcha bisha. At Kriyas Yamsuf is when the shifcha, the evil shifcha, had a, its downfall. The Oz heir he'oro mikabola satoira. And on the seventh day of Pesach, at the time of Kriyas Yamsuf, some of the light of Matan Torah, which would take place six weeks later, was shined upon the Jewish people. How do we see that? Because immediately after Shvi Shal Pesach, Hashem was already giving the Jews some of the mitzvahs of the Torah. Over there, right there, Hashem gave them some of the judgments, some of the laws of the Torah, and there they were tested. And then, that's when Hashem shined upon the Jewish people the process of the six sections of Mishnah, which clarifies and refines and separates the good from the bad, and which defeats the evil maidservant, and then the aspect of shifcha is no longer evil, it's nichlal in kedusha. As the Tikkun Zohar discusses all of this, Ayn Shon, take a look over there. And that's why the Medrash uses that word, that a maidservant at Kriyas Yamsuf was able to see Hashem so clearly. This is referring to what the Zohar Kodesh teaches us, that there is this aspect of shifcha, which could go either way. The shifcha could be inside of Kedush, or shifcha bisha, which represents pigamabris, znus, all of those things. Any questions, please? Umachma, yes. To clarify a piece, Targum Onkelos. Onkelos again revealed, wrote Targum the way we have it today. And at the same time, Targum, I understand, was given to Moshe Benu and Har Sinai. Can Ravnosan speak to this, this piece, please? It's true. Both are true. We know that everything was given to Moshe Rabbeinu and Har Sinai. The Ten Commandments begins with the Pasuk, Vayedaber Elohim es kol hadvorim ho'el 
the Medrash says it should have said, Hashem said the following words. It doesn't say that. It says, Hashem said all of the following words. And the Medrash says, from here we learn out, that all the Torah that would be brought into the world from the time of Moshe Rabbeinu till the end of time was all given to Moshe Rabbeinu on Har Sinai. The Rambam, the Shulchan Aruch, the Zohar Kodesh was all given to Moshe Rabbeinu on Har Sinai. Onkelos was the one who was given the privilege of revealing it to, to, you know, to the world, to Klal Yisrael. And note, why Onkelos? Because Onkelos is a ger. What is a ger? A ger is noiga. The gerim are klipas noiga. The goyim are 70 nations, represent evil. The Jews represent holiness, loshna kodesh. And in between, you have klipas noiga. Remember, Hashem said to Avram Avinu, Ki av hamoin goyim nesaticha. I have made you, I have appointed you as a father of a multitude of nations. Avram Avinu is the father of the 70 nations, chas v'shalem. The first letters of hamoin goyim nesaticha spell the word noiga. You are the father of noiga. Avram Avinu and Sarimenu had ruach hakodesh. They had that special tree which any person that would come to their home would sit under the tree and the tree would be able to show them if this person is from the klipos that have to be rejected completely or this person is from klipas noiga where they have the ability to be makar of that person and integrate them into Klal Yisrael for them to become a ger tzedek, a, a holy convert. So Unkelis being a, a ger tzedek Unkelis comes from Noiga, therefore he is the one who, who gives us the Targum. Question regarding the Bnei Noyach, how do they fit into this? Bnei Noyach are non-Jews who, who are willing to accept to perform the mitzvahs that they are required to live by. In doing that, they achieve a certain Madrega. There's definitely, they're not, they, do, they no longer are in the category of Ra Gomorrah. We know, I remember Rav Rosenfeld teaching us that the Zohar Kodesh says that there is a Ganeden for Hasidei Umay Soilam, righteous members of the other nations. There is a Ganeden for them. There is such a thing. So there's levels and levels. We know Amolek is called pure evil, wall to wall evil. The other nations are not exactly like Amolek. We speak about the Ra of the 70 nations. Not all of them are as bad as Amolek. You know, they represent Ra. And then you have Bnei Noyach, and you have Chasidei Umay Soilam, and you have Geirim. You know, it's levels and levels, all kinds of levels. I, I don't know, so I'm hesitant to say. I'm not sure. And once a, once a, someone converts and he's Jewish, so then he wouldn't be Noyach, it would be on the other side, right? Exactly. That's taking the Noyach and integrating it into the Kedusha, bringing it inside the Kedusha. That's taking the Targum and it becoming Nichlal and Loshna Kodesh. That's the terminology that's used. Question, can we give practical advice how people can do this on a daily basis? The example of Geirim, Toysa Shabbos. <coughs> In terms of every day, we, we mentioned that the, the, the Sforim speak about this. There's Mitzvah and there's Avera. And then there's gray area. There's an area in between which is called Rishus. Permissible. That gray area in between is also an aspect of this noiga, where two people can sit down to eat on Erev Yom Kippur, 
both of them eat a substantial meal. One of them gets nothing for it, in a sense. The other one says, I'm eating this, l'shem mitzvah sachilas erev yom kippur. I'm eating this to fulfill the mitzvah of eating on erev yom kippur. Where the Torah says a person who eats on erev yom kippur gets credit as if they fasted two days. So, so when it comes to eating, drinking, sleeping, all of the things that are sort of ordinary, they're not necessarily actual mitzvahs. When a person takes those things and sanctifies it, before going to sleep, a person says, Kriya Shmalamita, and their intention is, I want my sleep to be mitzvah sleep. I want it to be holy. Before, when a person eats breakfast, person could be eating, has in mind, I'm eating these grains, because I know the Torah says that eating grain helps the brain, and I want my brain to be well prepared to receive divrei Torah. All of those things that are, are, are in this intermediate category that are not actual mitzvah and not avera, if a person is able to be makadesh that, and so too the relationship between husband and wife, for example. We know there's mitzvah, there are times when it's a mitzvah and an obligation even for a husband and wife to be together. There are times when it's forbidden, and then there's in-between, where it's not mitzvah, not forbidden. To the degree that a person conducts themselves with kedusha during those times, that's another example of this. So that all of those things that are not actually in the category of mitzvah, mitzvah is compared to Lashon Kodesh. Those things that aren't actual mitzvah, and yet a person has the ability to connect it to mitzvah or not to, that choice when it's made properly is another example of this. Paragraph Hay, Rav Zal says, we said earlier that this chapter of Likut Yalochis is based on chapter 19 in Likut Imran. He says, now take a look at the end of the chapter at some of the appendixes that come after the Torah, short paragraphs, Mevoyer Shom al-Posuk Oisei Devoroi, Lishmoya Bekol Devoroi. Rabbi Nezalvir explained the Posuk that says that there are tzaddikim down here, tzaddikim tamidichachamim, who create words to be able to hear those words. Shehaloshin HaKodesh, Kishabo Milamalo Adayin Ein Loishlemus. The Loshin Kodesh, when it comes down from heaven, is not yet complete. Until we, down here, do what is necessary to complete it. As we explained earlier, completing the Loshin Kodesh by making the Tikkun Fetargum. And Rabbein Zal also says there, that this is the secret, the Kabbalistic intentions that the Arizal explains about the mitzvah of Mila. We've mentioned, we, sp- we learned about this before, that the mitzvah of Mila has two parts. Chituch, cutting away the orla, the skin that has to be removed and gotten rid of completely. And then there's the priya, taking the, the membrane, the other membrane, and tearing it and folding it over to reveal the crown, the atora. So the Sifrei Kabbal explained that the Mila is cutting away the 70 nations, that Ra that cannot be included in the Kedusha. The Priya is the Tikkun for the Klipas Noiga, 
That's the process of, of making a tikkun for the targum, the klipas noiga. Ki kol hadvorim because everything that Hashem created, He created it intentionally incomplete in order for us to complete it. In order for... Take a look over there at the end of the chapter in the Hashemotais where Rabbi Nassau explains this. And all of this is tied into what we explained here regarding the holiday of Pesach and the Sfira Soimer. Shepe Pesach, Hubechinas Yisarusa Deleila. The light of Hashem that we receive on Pesach is referred to as Isarusa Deleila, an arousal from above, a light that's shining, that Hashem is shining down upon us without us, us having done what is necessary to be worthy of it, to really deserve it. It's sort of freebie. Like Loshna Kodesh, which is something that comes from above, from Hashem. So the question is, why, why did Hashem do that? Why didn't He organize things so everything should be complete? The answer is, because Hashem knew if He would wait any longer, it would be the end, the end of the Jewish nation. So Hashem had to turn on the heavenly light, so bright, so powerful, that even without us having done our part, that light was powerful enough to be able to take us out of Mitzrayim, to bring about the Gaula. Because at the time of Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, Hashem made His presence known. Paroi was going around saying, I created the world, I'm, 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 I'm Hashem, I'm the God. At, at Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, Paroi and all the other turkeys were convinced that Paroi is not running the world, someone else is the one that created the world. And, and, and the revelation, this revelation of the fact that Hashem is, is, is alive and well and Hashem is running the world and Hashem created the world from complete nothingness, that's an aspect of perfection of Loshna Kodesh, which is how Hashem created the world. Meaning that when the message is received clearly down here on earth, when everybody sees that Hashem is, is, is in touch and that Hashem is doing everything, that's a form of shleimus to Loshna Kodesh. However, it wasn't the usual shleimus Loshna Kodesh. It wasn't the type of Shlemus Lashna Kodesh that could only be done down here below, as an example of Targum. And therefore, immediately on the second day of Pesach, we have to get involved in this Tikkun of Shlemus Lashna Kodesh, of Targum. How? By bringing that Korban from barley as we explained earlier, as we learned earlier, that barley is animal food, and taking that and sanctifying it 
is the tikkun for noiga, for targum. Va'oz maschilen lispor sfirasoimer, and right after we bring that korban, that's when we start counting the days. Shehu bechina shano metar and asmenu miyoyim alyoyim, and the sifrei kabbal explain what are we what are we counting? We're counting days like a woman who sees blood, and then she has to count days when she doesn't see blood. She has to count days of purity. So too, during those 49 days of the Omer, we're counting days of purity, days when we're going to try to do everything we can to become pure, to get out of the 49 levels of Tumah that we were in in Egypt. That's an awakening from below, from down here, from us. And that's why we count from when that Omer Soirim was brought. Because that korban of barley represents Targum, which is what completes the Loshen Kodesh. This represents that level of perfection, of completion, whereby we complete the holiness, the Loshen Kodesh, down here below through our actions. Alkain soifrim lahoimer es hayomim. That's why we say hayoim shnei yomim lahoimer or boimer as the Sfarim say. Hainu svira soimer shubhinas isarusa de lesata. That's an arousal from below. That's us. Whereby we are doing, taking steps to draw upon ourselves the holiness each and every single day by performing this mitzvah of counting the Omer. And each day we're trying to go out of one of the levels of, one of the 49 levels of Tumah and enter into one of the 40, 49 levels of holiness. In order for us to be able to really complete the Loshna Kodesh down here below on earth. This is the example, this is a, a, an excellent example of how we are completing the Loshan Kodesh down here below through our actions. Paragraph of And therefore, on the seventh day of Pesach, when we've already counted six days to the Omer, because remember, we started counting on the second day of Pesach, on Shvi Shal Pesach, we receive very, very high level light and Seichel. We draw upon ourselves a very high level of holiness through our efforts. Through the efforts, the arousal from down here below. And therefore, that's when Kriyas Yamsov took place thousands of years ago. And that's what Kri- when Kriyas Yamsov takes place now, every single year, the Sifrei Kabbalah tells these miracles are reenacted spiritually. And 
And that's when we defeat the Egyptians, who represent this total evil completely. Because at that point on Shvishal Pesach, Loshna Kodesh has reached a certain level of perfection as a result of the fact that we already counted six days. Ki oz abris, because we said that on this on Shvishal Pesach was revealed the power of Tikkun Abris, Bechinas Yosef, Bechinas Yesoid, Bechinas Hayom Rov Ayonos, that we said earlier, that the sea saw this tzaddik who ran away, Vayonos Vayetzei ran away from Potiphar's wife. And again, Yosef is bigematria six times Yudke Vavke, Yesoid, Tikkun Abris, the sixth one of the seven Midois. Alkain, Oz, when the Tikkun Abris was revealed with such a bright light and we receive this, these incredible moichim, from that point on, Chometz is permissible. Because we are not allowed to eat Chometz unless we have first corrected, made the Tikkun for the Eitz Hadas, which is Chometz. Which we're learning here throughout the way that we make the tikkun for the Eitz is through Targum. When we are to refine the Targum, to perfect the Targum, and to use it to complete Loshna Kodesh. This is what we're privileged to, to achieve on the seventh day of Pesach. Rav Nosanzal says, if you want to really understand everything here clearly, study the chapter in Likut Imran that this is based on. Study ch- chapter 19, and you'll understand what we're saying here very, very well. Now Rav Nosanzal is going to go into a, a new topic related to all of this, the topic of Bilam and Bolok, and what took place there with with the Jewish people? Question in the yeah. chat. Yes, go ahead, please. So, Question. To, to clarify, Rav Nosson mentioned that after the seventh day, comments becomes permissive, permissible. And he writes here in brackets, there's the aspect of the Rishima de Gandus de Abba, as the Arizal explains. Now, does that mean that that Rishima is now in place just after the seventh day because we're still building up until Shavuos. So it's a Rabnasan experiment. Exactly. We, we always have to remember this rule in Torah and especially in Kabbalah and Hasidus that there's levels and levels and levels. And, and when we read that something is shleimus, sholim, loshna koidish, you ask any person, loshna koidish, is it good? Yes. Is it perfect? Yes. Which person would say loshna koidish isn't perfect? And here we suddenly learn that the perfection of Loshna Kodesh is dependent on the Tikkun Fatargon. The Jewish people, are they perfect? Shabbos, we call it Shabbos Kodesh. Everybody knows that, right? That Shabbos is holy. The six days of the week aren't, and Shabbos is Kodesh, right? Yeah, yes, yes and no. What really makes Shabbos holy, the, the Shlemus of Shabbos is only when you've added part of Friday and part of Sunday to Shabbos. 
That's when it's really Shabbos Kodesh. So when we speak about Shabbos Kodesh, we're talking about the seventh day of the week, period. But on another level, we're talking about if, the, if we want to get more, more specific and more accurate, it's only when, when it includes part of Friday and Sunday. Here also, the Arizal reveals that on Shvi Shal Pesach, there's an incredible highlight that comes down. We quoted the Medrash Roh that a Shivcha saw Hashem more, more bright than, than Yecheskel Anavi. And here he uses the term, the Rishimu of Moichen, the Godless of Abba. So that's wow. It is, and we're continuing. We, we, we're not at the finish line yet. The finish line is going to be Shavuos. Thank you very much. Question in the chat, how does counting of the Oymer help in the Tikkun of Targum? What can a person do when counting the Oymer to really accomplish this Tikkun? So that it wouldn't be just saying words. The answer is that if you have a good sitter, and your sitter, there are some people who their counting of the Oymer takes 12 and a half seconds. Baruch Hashem, Hashem See you tomorrow, Hashem. But the, the people that want to do it really, really properly, there's a L'Shem Yichud before counting the Oymer, and there's a few special prayers after counting the Oymer. And in, the, in, the Yichud, in those prayers, it's expressed very clearly what we're trying to accomplish through this mitzvah, what this mitzvah is all about. To put us into the frame of mind, to know here again, just like a person flicks a switch or p- presses a button, and a computer goes on that's doing billions of, of calculations, of steps and everything. The person just pressed a little button, you know, I did all of that? Yes, yes, just pressing that button. So here we're being taught what happens when a person does, says that bracha. To get your money's worth, to, to be aware of it and conscious of it, and really get the full value, if you say the tefillahs before and the tefillahs after, and if you've learned Likutei Alachas, so you're even more familiar, that you, you'll be able to, 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 to feel, to be aware of what it's about. And in the Breslev Shuls, Sfira Soimer is one of the major events of the year, of the entire year. It's done very, the, 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 the tefillah before and after are, are said slowly with full volume, with full power, knowing that this is a major event that's taking place. We should deserve to do all the mitzvahs fully, properly. I just heard right before we had the shir today, I was listening today in Eretz Yisrael on the radio. You can hear Divrei Torah. And there was a short Dvar Torah that was said, <coughs> that was told over by one of the, from one of the Hasidish forum. I didn't catch the name, unfortunately, where it was speaking about this week's Parsha, about how Eliezer made a test. He said that if I see a girl come out and she offers me to water and she offers water for the, for the camels, then I'll know that she's the, the, the right one. It says there, the Medrash tells us, that he saw that when she was starting to draw the water, the water, usually when you want to draw water from a well, you have to lower the pail way all the way down to the water. He saw that the water came up to her. She didn't have to lower the pail at all. The water rose up to her, so he saw that this woman is a tzadikis. She is the one that's quali- definitely qualified to be the wife of Yitzchavinu. Why did he air those other tests? And why, when he tells over the story, 
He says, I, I said this and this, and then I saw, and I saw she quickly, she quickly lowered the pail. So this Sefer writes that even a person witnessing a miracle being done for somebody doesn't yet show that that person's a big tzaddik. It's when we see a person perform a mitzvah with simcha and with zrizus, that's when, that's, it's if you look at the psukim there, it says when he describes what he saw, I saw her come out vatemaher, and, and I, I asked if I can have water, she rushed to, 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 to lower the thing, and she, you know, and she gave me one, and she gave the cow, what? That's when I knew that she's, she's the woman that's right. And it says because he was looking for a shidduch for Yitzchak, Yitzchak is milosh and tzchoik. Tzchoik means laughter, simcha. Yitzchak Avinu represents the simcha of the mitzvah. And Eliezer was looking for a woman who would show that she realizes that the simcha, the zrizus of a mitzvah, when a person is happy, when a person is unhappy, they're moving around slowly or they're stuck. When a person's happy, they're running, they're jumping. When he saw with the speed and the joy with which she gave the water, he understood she's a real tzaddikis and she qualifies to be the wife of Yitzchak Avinu. Baruch Hashem. It's Wednesday, we gave it for our Torah for the, for the parasha also. Baruch Hashem.